Welcome to the My Money Podcast, a Southern Company production about helping you make the most of your money. This My Money Podcast is for general information purposes only and does not provide legal, financial, or investment advice. This podcast is intended to provide a summary of some of the information you should consider as you review your financial well-being. This podcast does not supersede the description of benefits contained in the plan documents. In the event of any discrepancy between this podcast and the plan documents, the plan documents will govern. The views expressed here are those of the presenters and not necessarily those of Southern Company. Today, we're talking with Bob Biderman, Southern Company's Director of Retirement and Financial Wellbeing, and Matt Townsend and Madeline Haar, both financial planners with Merrill, a Bank of America company. Hi, Matt and Madeline. On our first podcast, we talked about assessing your current financial habits and identifying better behaviors. One important behavior is financial goal setting. Matt, why is it important to name and set financial goals? Yeah, thanks, Bob. I think when it comes to finances, good intentions aren't good enough. Most people have these broad sketches of what they'd like to achieve, but most people don't actually take steps to make them a reality. By naming and setting goals makes them concrete, makes them real, and helps us determine what actions we need to take to achieve these goals. Yeah, and one other thing to consider when you are naming a goal, it helps to see how to break it down into actionable steps, right? So uh, we've all heard the term SMART goals, uh, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So you want to ask yourself, what is it that I really want? Is it something that actually I can see being achievable? And how will I know when I'm on track or how will I know when I get there? Is it a stretch or am I going to have to sacrifice something uh, in order to achieve this goal? And ultimately, what is most important to me financially? Yeah, that's a good point. Matt, as a financial planner, um, what type of goals do you see people setting? Yeah, so we're seeing people focus on a number of different areas. You know, some of the typical goals that I uh, end up seeing a lot are things like paying off debt, like student loans. Um, some people are trying to save to build an emergency fund. Uh, people are working towards buying a house, saving for college education for their children, or uh, even something as, as uh, more in-depth as investing for retirement. You know, and, and typically as we're talking to folks about these goals to help them focus, we usually recommend them thinking about the different goals in um, specific time segments. So you can have your short-term goals, you can have medium-term goals, you could have long-term goals. And for the short-term goals, it can be something like planning a vacation this summer or just paying off a credit card. Your, your medium-term goals, those end up being just a little bit more in-depth, something like you know maybe waiting to buy a car or planning to buy a car. And um, the long-term goals, those usually uh, are goals that take a little bit more discipline. And uh, those are something like planning for a comfortable retirement way down the road. And so there's, there's really no right or wrong answer. Uh, everybody's goals are going to be a little bit different. And so it's just important to make them personal to you 
and what's going to help you achieve your financial success. And uh, if, if you want a little bit more information, we have a really good site uh, called Better Money Habits um, that we'll, we'll post a link to that I think is a, a good resource for folks as they're thinking about and uh, setting their goals for the future. Okay. And Madeline, how do you advise people when they have multiple financial goals? So let's say you have short-term, mid-term, long-term goals. And they don't know whether they should work on those goals at the same time or one at a time. How does that kind of work? Sure. It's a good question. So typically, like Matt alluded to, you want to define what the goal, which bucket the goal falls into, right? Is it your short-term bucket? Is it a midterm uh, time frame? Or is this something that's more longer term, something like retirement? And we want to, within those buckets, we want to have the goals prioritized. So in the short term, is it more important to me that I save for a down payment on a car or is it more important that I take that big vacation? So within each bucket, prioritize which is the most important. Most people will be saving or working towards more than one goal at a time. That's very normal. So don't think about it like you have to accomplish all of your short-term goals before you can move on. Uh, You may also have some goals that you achieve or that maybe drop off over time, especially in that shorter-term bucket. So we want to make sure that as we prioritize each of the goals in each bucket, that we're working towards them in a really efficient way, and that you're also allocating your energy and your cash flow in a, in a way that's very intentional to you personally, like Matt talked about. Hmm. So let's say I've set a goal. Um, how do you recommend I keep track of making progress towards that goal, Madeline? Oh, this is so important. So when you are setting goals, tracking your progress is not only important to making sure you actually get and achieve your goal, but it's also a, a big part of making it feel like a worthwhile and rewarding effort. So uh, some ideas for keeping it on track and tracking your goals, maybe if you're a budget person, you sit down and you take a look at your monthly spend. I know there these days there's a lot of technology out there that can help with this, uh, a lot of tracking apps uh, that allow you to monitor your spend every month. You want to just make sure that you're in tune with where those dollars are going. Uh, The biggest piece of advice that I can give is automate your saving, automate your habits as much as you can. You naturally do that into your 401k plan. Do the same thing. If you're saving for a down payment or maybe it's education for a child, try to have your uh, cash flow and your, uh, your savings be as automatic as possible. Once you set yourself up on a track for success, uh, you know that you don't have to look at it every day because it's happening behind the scenes. It's automated. And then in order to, to make sure you're on track, you want to check in usually at regular intervals. 
Maybe it's monthly, maybe it's quarterly, but definitely no less frequent than two times a year. You want to sit down, take a look at the progress that you've made, give yourself a good pat on the back and keep moving forward. That's great advice. So let's pivot a little bit and talk a little bit about retirement, um, which is probably on everyone's goals as a long-term goal or for me, short-term. Matt, can you talk a little bit about how Southern Company helps employees prepare for retirement? Yeah, Southern Company uh, does a really excellent job providing some really great benefits for employees. So first off, they offer uh, a pension plan benefit to all employees. And for most um, most employees with Southern Company, the pension plan is going to make up a really solid foundation for their retirement uh, in the future. In addition, they also provide a really nice company match within the employee savings plan. And so if an employee contributes 6% of their income, the company's going to come back and match 5.1% um, of their income that they've contributed. So it's a really great way to supplement your retirement savings and boost your overall balance. And I also think it's important for employees just to pay attention to the benefits they have and keep track of them like Madeline was alluding to. And uh, just make sure you're an expert on the pieces that are out there for you. Right. So Madeline, um, sometimes we hear from folks, you know, they've got to pay off debt. And so they're kind of maybe focusing on a short-term goal rather than a long-term goal. And sometimes we'll hear the advice, you know, pause your retirement contributions and then until you paid off all that consumer debt, how would you respond to somebody that makes that statement? Sure. If, if you make the decision to pause saving for retirement Within the Southern Company plan, you are losing that really valuable company match. So that 5.1% of match uh, in the savings plan is, you could think about it like an 85% return on your investment the second that the contribution is made. That would be really hard (laughs) to make that type of return in any other investment vehicle. So my advice, always contribute up to the company match at a minimum. And if you do have shorter term consumer debt, still make it a priority, but don't leave that free money. In, In my eyes, it's free money. Don't leave it sitting there on the table. Yeah, that's good advice. So Matt, another thing that we hear a lot about with the employee savings plan is um, taking loans from it. Um, Can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, whether that's advisable or not advisable to to borrow money from your employee savings plan? Yeah, I would would tell people who are thinking about taking a loan to really just think long long and hard about um, taking a loan from the employee savings plan. And um, what, what happens when you take a loan from the plan is you're actually decreasing the number of dollars that are in the plan that are actually working for you. So when you take those funds out, they're actually not working towards that long-term goal um, of retirement. And um, I think it's something that you really want to make sure you're putting some um, good thought behind before you make that decision. Um, taking a loan out of the 401k really could put those long-term goals in jeopardy. And um, I think you want to make sure when you're 
thinking about those short-term goals that you're working towards that is this really a necessity? Is this really the best way to achieve um, these goals by taking a loan? Uh, this is one of those financial behaviors that we really want to make people at least take a step back and really put some thought behind before they make those decisions. Um, although it is an option, I think uh, it should really be the last option and and really be something that's reserved uh, specifically for emergencies. So Madeline, just um, kind of pivoting again, um, one of the things a lot of listeners or one of their short-term goals may be kind of developing an emergency fund. Um, what are some ways to save that first thousand and then grow to that three to six months of income replacement? Yeah, Bob, I don't want to sound like a, a broken record, but this is where automation is really your friend. So on payday, schedule an automatic contribution uh, from your checking account over into the savings. Have it go out on payday. And if it's automatic, then you take the emotion out of the decision. And as you pay, uh, as you pay down debt, redirect your uh, the amount that was previously channeled towards paying down debt, have that rechanneled towards your savings account. Whatever the dollar amount was, that's what we're going to go in and raise our automatic contribution by that same dollar amount so that you know that you're always either working towards mitigating debt or you're building that cash reserve to be your liquidity, that's what's going to help keep us from accruing consumer debt again in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard some people have a philosophy of just even using the traditional after tax, you know, kind of contribution as a way to build an emergency fund where they're putting like 1% in, in that bucket. Um, so that's kind of just a, a different kind of philosophy. You know, you talked a little bit about paying off debt as a possible short-term goal. Um, what are some significant ways to cut expenses so more money can go towards debt repayment? Um, and I'm not thinking about, you know, kind of you, what you always hear is like, oh, give up Starbucks for a day or whatever um, during the week. But is there other things that people should really be kind of considering um, or taking a look at, especially during COVID? Mm -hmm. Some of the most effective ways that, I've seen folks cut expenses. Um, number one, uh, evaluate your subscriptions. Uh, just like automatic saving can be really helpful, automatic expenses <laughs> have the power to be harmful. So evaluate you know, what you're paying in monthly subscriptions. Maybe it's switching from a cable service to a streaming service. Uh, another really effective way is consider downsizing your most expensive vehicle, right? So can, is there what may be an older model or could we potentially save ourselves on a monthly car payment by downsizing our vehicle? Uh, another feature of, of some uh, banks is the debit card roundup feature, where every time you make a transaction, you swipe your card, it's rounded up to the next dollar, and that amount is swept over into a savings account. So that might be one another way to consider. Mm -hmm. um, so now kind of pivoting a little bit on that emergency fund versus debt, um, can you talk a little bit about, is it more important to pay down debt or get that emergency fund in place? 
It's such a great question. And it really comes down to the interest rate associated with that debt. So higher interest rates, especially on things like credit cards, consumer debt, those are, those are big hurdles to get over. That high interest debt uh, will, will be, always be there holding you back. So usually in the scenario uh, up against a, a high credit card interest rate, it makes sense to tackle that debt first and then reallocate towards an emergency fund. Uh, Merrill, I know, has some really helpful tools around reducing credit card debt, uh, especially for our Southern company folks. So that might be something to consider as well. Great. So Matt and Madeline, thank you so much for um, joining us on this podcast. Um, For our employees, um, if you're looking for more personalized help, consider using the free financial planning services available to you through ACO or Merrill. Um, Contact information is available in our show notes. And also check out all the other resources at the My Money Challenge website under week two, Strive. Don't forget to listen to next week's podcast about maximizing your ESP investments. For more information about financial well-being and your retirement plans, check the show notes and visit the Pension ESP tab on MySource.